0: Welcome, y'all, uh, to the Inflow and Free podcast. We have Brianna here. Vanessa here. And our good friend, Thea Michelle Anderson. I don't know why I got to say your middle name. I think it's just so beautiful. So mm-hmm. I'm just throwing that in, putting your whole government out there. But it's beautiful.
1: So, yeah, please I put that on my website recently. I was like, well, I'm leaving my middle name in there.
0: Mm, elegante. That's what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're talking to good friend, astrologer, I mean, tarot reader, thoughtful human being, mother, writer, again, just a a friend that wears so many hats. And it's so exciting because um, we had a conversation with another friend of ours, Naila, about integrity, which we're going to be talking about a little bit later. Um, But it's exciting just to get your thoughts and um, to share a conversation that goes beyond just one person. So we're excited to do that. Um, and I guess where we, where I'd like to start, um, it's just, Thea, if you could talk a little bit about yourself, the work you do, why it's important, um, yeah, and why it's purposeful in these times.
1: Oh, uh, sure. So, well, I do a lot of different things, but they kind of fall under one umbrella, which is like, um. I guess, telling stories and the ability to imagine a life. So I'm a writer and I do astrology too. And they both sort of like kind of blend and then separate and then come back together again. Um, I think it's important, I guess, just because it's what I'm meant to do. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I could... You know, I I have tried to do other things, and and I can do those things, but I think it's it's necessary in the way that like every everything that w- what we're truly meant to do is just like waiting for us, and I and I found that mm. you know in the last couple of years that 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 it was in fact waiting for me. Um, mm. So specifically with writing, it's something that I've always done, but then to tackle. It, purposefully, probably in the last six years is when I've really started, um, to, to take it seriously. And I found it was in fact, waiting for me. Um, and then recently that, that the more, uh, um, discipline and attention and faith, I guess, ultimately I gave it the more that it gave to me. Um, so, and that's, but you know, you you've seen me with my poetry, like always having my poetry um, that I've always written, but then being able to share it, and how much more powerful that is. And I and um, I and I think that like art in general is really important because just, yeah. it's just like rest, right? Like it's it's something that does fight against sort of our capitalist, white supremacist, overlord culture because it it doesn't. It isn't saying buy this, do this. It's just like let's look at this together. Let's examine this. Um and and as far as astrology, I mean, I feel like it's a it's a tool that's um that's giving us, you know, for the people, like our own flashlight, like our own way to discover our own potential. And that in itself today is so important because we need, we need more awake people. We need more people who, who are on a journey to self-discovery and then able to be in the world as, you know, their true selves.
0: So that was the long answer. <laughs> Ooh, no, I mean, all the notes though, you hit all the notes. I mean, I love what you said about the discipline and intention and the faith that you've had to create around writing and around uh, your astrology as well. And that right now, that writing and astrology, astrology especially, though, can be used as this flashlight, you know, shining light on a path where we can create through purpose. I, I mean, that is... I felt that shit, for real. Mm-hmm. And really. Because I've had readings with you before, and I mean, just there's so much truth to that what I could create because new doors opened up because in my mind my everything had felt stifled you know and I was stuck and I find that often when I feel stuck my ability to create just minimizes my ability to dream minimizes so to have this practice these tools through astrology to open the space to just loosen things up is really really powerful um For just creation so and we need creation we need we can no longer rely on systems that were meant to oppress and meant to keep things as they are we need new things we need new systems we need new ways of being and relating to one another
1: Um, yeah and that's the thing about telling a story is that you can kind of once you sit down and tell your own story you're just like okay, well, everything that I've been taught, like you you have to separate what you've just accepted as true in order to like figure out what kind of world you want to build, right? If it's fiction or if you're writing nonfiction and you're trying to write about the world, you need perspective and you need to be able to tell a story that's true. And so it does sort of shake off the things like that residue, that cultural residue that mm-hmm. said like, um, you can't, you're not enough, this is this way, if you want this, you have to do, you know, all these sort of lies that we that like really um, take active work. And sometimes when you're in that process, it can be quite devastating. You're like, wait, mm-hmm. I've been my whole life thinking this. Okay, well, now I'm trying to write something or I'm trying to develop, you know, a new story, as you said. And like now it's had these these limits on it. But now I can maybe see what does it feel like to, to, to lift that up and and let it go or drop it. (laughs) Sometimes it's scary. And sometimes it's liberating. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's funny, I was talking to um, a friend of mine the other day about just this, like being in relationships in the same way that we've known. And they were expressing just a sense of like, I've done everything that I could do. Right. And the more we began to talk, I think we opened up into something else that was like, wait, 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 in my mind, I expected that, that this was the end of this story, right. And that I had no more options. And as we loosened the ground a bit through just exploring like how vast the story actually is like it isn't just this binary narrative of me versus them or them versus me you know or someone's good or someone's bad but there's all this stuff in between that that also lends so much more compassion Mm -hmm. and so much more love like it opened up our ability to think about what they could do differently you know and and even at the end of that conversation they were like Definitely noticed a shift, a shift already. And mm-hmm. even if they can't change anything in the moment, right now, or they feel like it's not happening fast enough, the shift is already happening, and it feels hard. That's the thing about I think shifting into new stories and new being.
1: It just reminded me too
0: how sometimes, like
1: when I sit sed- when I give astrology readings or tarot readings, and you know, the best, can I tell you, the best way, like, the tips I've learned, like, you can, you should learn the theory and you should read the books and learn the symbols, obviously, um, but what really helps you get good is to, to, like, practice with it yourself and see what speaks to you, because you're, because you're ultimately, I feel like I'm, if I pull three cards and I put them down, I'm like, what's the story here? So then I'll add two more, I'm like, okay, I got you, and then, like, what do they need to get free? okay. And, like, you know what I mean? So I'm actually building this story. Mm-hmm. And you start to see, like, mm-hmm. how this creative process that you're talking about, how it, um, you can see, like, what stories people have told themselves that's also really interesting and has been, like, kind of cool for me to see is, like, the stories aren't bad, right? They just are, maybe they require, yeah, the, yeah, how- so... I, what I like is for people to see where they've told themselves, okay, so like, if someone comes to me and they're like, like, when am I going to get into a relationship? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's good. But like, what about this relationship with yourself? Like, I think we're skipping over that part. Mm. That happens a lot, <laughs> you know? And the story ends, well, in order for me to feel valued, I need to get loved. And in order for me to feel loved, I need to know that somebody wants me and that they want me every day, right? So when is that person coming? And I'm like, okay, yeah, but I can see here also that like self-love and self-value is really the crux of your story. So Mm. you get into a relationship, but I'm going to tell you it's going to take you right back here. You don't even need astrology to see that. Sometimes we all see that with our friends, right? (laughs) But yeah, and so those stories that, like, then either through tarot, through astrology, through the planets, they'll start to speak the same thing. And that's how we get into these patterns, right? Um, and um, and it's very interesting for me to see, like, the story isn't bad, but maybe we can come up with something new that you never thought of before, like you were just saying with your friend, and something
0: will shift. It's powerful. These stories are really powerful. And I think through engaging, like, the more we engage one thing and we'll get to a lot of this honestly has so much to do Mm -hmm. with integrity, you know, aligning, aligning ourselves with the authentic fullest expression of our values and who we are in the world. Like this, this is at the heart of it. You know, Um, it's a sort of truth telling, you know, and I think V and I were talking about this the other day. In fact, that's how the entire concept or uh, intention of wanting to talk about integrity came out because we were yep. talking about lying and you know what I'm saying? and and how deeply rooted for us sometimes that lying is, you know, how we try to belong and how we skirt, you know, the integrity that we have with ourselves because we're trying so desperately to find worth and value outside of ourselves, you know, and that's, that's again, the story that we're creating around worth is not something that we found within it's something that we've right. sought from without you know and learning to build it from within is this really beautiful painful journey but i wouldn't have it any other way because i have moments like this with people like y'all and that's part of my, that's part of the story too the pain is part of the story you know i'm grown from so much hurt and trauma and and so much love and generosity Mm -hmm. and kindness and i want to build from that you know so i'm excited that we're going to have this conversation because we've as we've talked more about integrity the word itself for me doesn't it's like what is this like i hear responsibility like but see
1: that's why i told you i had so many feelings when you told me that would be the topic Because I was like, "Eh." Like, because I think it has been perverted and Mm -hmm. used by the quote master to be like, you need to have integrity, and that means you need to be responsible, and that means you need to be, you know, a good worker. And then I thought about it, and I was like, actually, no, I don't think that's what integrity really is. So I've been, I've been sitting with that for like a day or two, just thinking about it.
0: So I want to start by really seeing what integrity looks like for each of us and just like sharing like how it shows up for you or like, you know, Thea, you said, you know, it kind of initially you were like, ugh, and then something else opened up the more you thought about it. What what was that initial ugh tied to? Right. And then how did it open up?
1: Um, yeah. So th- the integrity, how you were saying, I think- it just took me back to school and it's like you have integrity if you see something then you gotta like go tell the teacher I don't know. if you see something that shouldn't be happening and like the, I, I feel like it's um it almost had like a like someone is in trouble sort mm-hmm. of thing and like a a, a monitoring like who is monitoring this integrity mm-hmm. um and, and 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 integrity to whom and so then I at thought about it. And I was like, well, the integrity that I personally care about is um, the integrity to myself. And I think I I thought I had to have integrity to um, to certain people, to certain obligations, to be responsible, as you're saying, responsibility is like super tied in there. But then what I've come to realize lately, I've already actually already on been on an integrity journey. And that is something I usually call authenticity but it's something that's uh it's it's remaining true it it does have a it does have a uh like a component of obligation right because i think you do take some sort of oath to, oath right and maybe it's an oath to yourself like i'm going to be true to you i think that's what it has a lot to do with and um th- that that true to you is like true to myself like who am I? And like what am I gonna be true to? What am I gonna stand for? And how can I how can I check in periodically like throughout my life to make sure that, that I do have integrity? So if if that means doing work that I feel like no longer aligns with what I who I am in in uh what is this? We're in September twenty twenty. Um, then maybe the integrity that I that I come back to is about saying that and being just like honest about that, um, to myself and not covering up with, Oh, I should. Um, so yeah, it is really tied into like obligation and taking an oath that you're going to, to, to be true. But, um, I think what I'm interested is like, who am I? And like, how can I be authentic to myself? Um, for me personally, yeah, that has been that has had a lot to do with like Okay, so like integrity in writing, right? I think it has a lot to do with like um truth telling, whether you're making stuff up about aliens in the future or something in the past. Uh you can see where people have not had integrity, right? Cuz they were concerned about making money or changing the narrative to fit their purposes, right? And that becomes really important because you're going to put something out into the world that other people are going to receive. And so, like, have I had integrity to do the research, to put aside my own biases, to write something that um, is more than me, that's compelling? Like, that's the kind of thing that I guess I'm more motivated by. And then I can say, yeah, I, I do appreciate having integrity. Um yeah, that's that's kind of where I am on that. I guess it's evolving. Yeah, I
0: can I hear that, and I one grateful to hear that it is shifting, kind of constantly. Um, but especially from where it was, where that that connotation was of someone's in trouble. You know, uh, yeah. you know, I could almost like feel the slap on my wrist kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But V, what about for you? I know, so we sh- we talked with uh, Naila about this as well. And I think it's so cool that we're getting just so many faces and nuances of other people's uh, stories around integrity. So um, while we spoke to Naila, uh, I'm wondering if anything has shifted for you, V, and how you view integrity or, or what it's bringing up for you the more we talk about it. Um
2: Integrity? Integrity is a big one, you know? Like, I got to commit to this thing where I'm, I, you know, the truth telling and then sifting through what that truth telling is for me mm-hmm. and how it shows up. So often enough, I find myself shutting down. Um, and then I'm like, why am I shutting down? I just don't want to talk. And I just feel like these lies surface and then I feel like. I you know sometimes just feel like stupid in the lies because I'm like why did I create a, create these lies around how I need to be in this moment and why do I feel like I need to be a certain way in this moment so it's definitely um, for me um, becoming to unlearn what I was taught and how to be with my integrity. And then learning that integrity is not given to me. It's not like you mentioned in the, you know, our other episode with Naila. It's not something we were born into. You know, it's mm. something truly that I need to learn about. And once I, you know, and then when I learn about it implement, it, implement it into my life and see what that looks like. I often cycle this thought that things have to be of a certain way. Like it becomes really rigid in my body or rigid in my mind. And, um, you know, just a reminder that this is all within the flow of living, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need to show up a certain way, although I do, so that I can learn something in it, and I love that. Integrity is definitely something I'm loving right now, and also like dreading at the same time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, thank you for sharing that because it definitely had this deep-rooted thing that I was trying to get to. It was like, what is this? It feels like a punishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, And I didn't hear that until now. So thank you, Thea.
0: Right? I'm sitting in the corner, facing the wall, just like, I'm bad. Because it,
1: we're taught, it's like, oh, it's about authority, yeah. right? That the integrity is handed down through authority. But then you realize that the authority is within us. That's the real authority. Right. It's
0: like self-authority. So true. And, you know, it's so interesting to hear the parallels of, you know we're kind of taking integrity and we're saying you know fuck the rigidity you know because Naila even asked this question um and you spoke to it excuse me you spoke to it in the beginning of this conversation you you asked who is monitoring this integrity and Naila asked who is the integrity for and it's right. like so interesting that I never not that I never but I guess my awareness around Performing integrity is, is usually not for myself because, or not usually, but in moments, it's been rooted around up for others, you know, for belonging, for fitting in, for um, not making waves. And at this point, of my life, mm-hmm. I'm very grateful that I'm unlearning that. I'm actively choosing to unlearn what that looks like through expressing authenticity. So that's, for me, integrity is about in, aligning daily with my truest self-expressed self, you know, and that is always shifting. It is always moving from a different place to another place. And, and I'm grateful for that because I'm learning to honor all, all parts of myself. You know, and when I can't show up for mm. myself or I can't show up for others and it's almost like I hesitate to even say, Well, I can't do this or you know, I'm because I come from a, a, a yes oriented culture, you know, uh here <laughs> in America everything's like, you know, race to the finish line. So, you know, you offer yourself up to do everything, you know, say yes. Say yes. Oh God, yeah. Like Bitch, I've got room for yes right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm learning what that feels like to express that and just to be like no, and it feels good, but it's also still pretty. It's still rooted in a lot of my earliest stories about myself, um, and you know that's an active thing I'm I'm unlearning and undoing. But it it's a process because still being able to say that what I initially committed to, I can no longer commit to is rooted in disappointing others in failure yeah you know it's it's rooted in not being in the game anymore mm-hmm. and then that the flood of all the shit that comes with that you know is just like a tsunami, so I think it's really powerful to acknowledge that for many of us integrity is rooted not within the power that we have and the authority that we have within ourselves but it's rooted in the learnings that we had as kids and as young people through the integrity coming from others from other authority figures and now in this point in our life we're like all right we now have the authority we are shifting that power to ourselves to create with
1: yeah and then you think about even who are the authority figures that that there were like because there was no like internet when we were growing up, so like you know celebrities, politicians, that that there weren't as it didn't feel like there were as many as like rapid fire scandals, um, and so like uh, the, even if you didn't agree with the politics of whatever authority figure or whomever, it felt like people maintain this sort of like uh, people can more easily people in power can more. Easily maintain that power because, like, information didn't get out. Mm-hmm. Now there are ah, leaks. Ah. Now there are, we have receipts, we <laughs> have photos. And so I think, right? Like, I think a lot now people are like, well, like, what authority do you have to tell me to live my life like this when you're uh, taking dick pics and sending them to your constituents? Like, True. what, like, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like crazy stuff. Yeah. And so I do. It has to do, you know, we're all around the same age, like our mid thirties. Right. Um, But like, it also has to do with us walking into this new world where now it's like, we can see, we have more visibility and we can be like, yeah, that's not going to work for me because you don't, you don't even have integrity to yourself. So why are you demanding this of me? Like, I think we can kind of like, we can shape it anew and hopefully teach like how Brianna about to tear down that other message teach our kids new messages Mm -hmm. yeah and 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 i i think it is gonna it's gonna be generational um because a lot of it like how you were saying is unlearning and learning um it's it's handed down through our parents because it's what they learned right and that's how they kept themselves safe um by staying in line following the rules da 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 um But yeah, now we know that stuff doesn't work. I mean, even just look at the figurehead of our country. Like, what does integrity even mean? Like, (laughs) like that was like a sacred office. And now it's like sullied and like scandal and just like nastiness and like the worst of, you know. So like how can the the people that we looked up to have integrity before no longer can hold. Also, people are human. I don't, that's why I don't. Um, I don't like stand people anymore. I don't stand like celebrity culture. Like I can't i I I'm not gonna look to people to shape that for me, how you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um I really like what Nina said about who is this integrity for? Like, girl, that is so true. Like who is it for? Mm-hmm. Um and maybe there's even a better word. It's like it—it it does feel like truth, honesty. It feels like a whole bucket of words. Yeah, that—that that we're trying to be about about having authenticity. Mm-hmm. And it has to do. And it does have a lot to do with breaking away from what we were told as children, especially as women of color.
2: Listening to what you were saying about our children and right shifting what the basis and foundation integrity was carried about through authority to give an example and um, just teach us how it's supposed to look, so to speak, um, brings up a question for me, like, how how do you show up in integrity with, as a parent, you know, how do you navigate your integrity as a parent? Um, we spoke a little bit about that as well with Naila and i you know I expressed a few things about my daughter, and just expressing that I don't know who she is going to be, but I understand that I am the I'm around her in shaping what what it is to show up for myself. so for you, um or what it looks like to show up for myself for so for you, what does that look like?
1: Mm, that's such a good question I honestly still feel like I'm figuring it out like um okay so like I birthed a human and like now I need to like I'm responsible for like showing them like some basic outlines of how to be a good person like I'm really into that how to be a good person and but how to be the best them that they're supposed to be so like and that may not—they might not always fit into the narrative of what they're being told at school, what they're being told in the media. It—it it feels like, I—the—the I, the best thing that I can give her is to be like the it, more than like a set of rules, just like the—the the ability to interrogate what she's being told and be like, "Does this make sense for me?" And I think that—that's like I'm more interested in like giving her that tool and like practicing her. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'll give you zero.
2: Yeah, this this is <laughs> this word is there is so much attached to it. I have so much attached to it. And not that I have, there is just this all this deep story and it's heavy and a lot has shown up for me and continues to do so. There's just like everything about it. Um just keeping like I I just hear my whole entire childhood of just being shut of just shutting up of just being quiet speak when you're spoken to and then then I'm told to say the truth and then I don't know what that looks like because I was told to shut up so as an adult it's just so heavy on me because I don't know what that looks
0: looks like yeah you better cry you don't have to shut up you don't have to I just
2: I don't know that my um I just don't know and it's it's scary because Mm -hmm. then I was told to be scared and told to be fearful and just stay with those fears and and it's it's really heavy you know, and I found myself, like, really getting stuck with this word last night trying to write this newsletter because it, it it's so
0: heavy for me. Well, anyway. Look, you didn't explode, right? You're still here. <laughs> right? The world, the ground is still beneath your feet. In fact, it's like, you know, just fucking touch it. Just touch it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes it's like devastating when you realize all oh, you have to unlearn, mm-hmm. and if you realize that as much as the enemy is out there, it's also been um, internalized and it has a voice, and then it starts to speak to you, right? And you have to. That's what I'm talking about. That I think the real integrity is learning to sift away from that. But to to pick up on the question about how I can show up for my children, I mean, a lot of it has to do with me, other than like. You know, there's the basic parenting, like, you know, you teach manners and you try to teach, like, how to, how to be in class and how to be, in, how to be socialized, right? Because we just learn that. But then, and then a lot of it is then me getting out of the way and letting them be kids and be, the, be, be themselves. So, like, the best thing I can do for my two daughters is to see them for who they really are. Right, to like to take even my biases of who I want them to be, which has more to do with my own you know my own thing, and think about let's see if I can recognize for who they really are, and so because the more that I can recognize and see that for them, the more that 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 true part of them will be honored and seen, and hopefully they'll have to do just some like. A, less unlearning when they're adults because they'll be able to to know for themselves what feels right and true for them based on who they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, and You know uh, what is so painful and be what I understand like how this brings us to tears is because for me I like I didn't have tears I had anger and I still do I have kind of like a lot of anger about having to suppress a lot of who I was to be. Something that I thought I had to be right, I picked it up somewhere, who knows where it came from, <laughs> but I thought there was that I thought that was me being acceptable and like um right, or maybe I'd be loved in that way, and i think I think as parents now, what I want to do is to try to get out of the way and to let them express their authentic selves, which sometimes isn't always convenient, no <laughs> like as parents right. Like sometimes it means that they get loud, they speak up, they, they get in your face, like they, they might disagree with you. And as they get older and more powerful and bigger, it's like you actually have to listen and have like more peer to peer conversations instead of like, listen to me because I said so. yeah, I told you, you so know, do it. Yeah. Now that doesn't work. Right. That stopped working. And like ultimately like, I'm like, you know what? That is a good question. Why did I say that? Was it because I was tired of parenting? Was it because I didn't want to deal with it? Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's the best thing that I can do is not teach her a set of rules, but teach her how to figure out what feels true to, to her. So I'm thinking about my oldest one, who's nine Right, Willow, I'm thinking about like what feels true to her so that she can, she can have a keen eye and nobody that's that to me is what I want right, or that like we don't always have the answers i'm i I am
2: learning as a parent and growing right because I don't have this you know invisible manual to go back to of how to shape myself as a parent when I feel like I've done something wrong or she's done something wrong, blah blah blah, you know um and unlearning the wrongs and right too, because that's a thing that I don't think exists in my life anymore. However, um, getting to that, coming to Zoe and saying, Hey, I try to give you an answer. I don't have an answer to, and that is why I showed up so damn resentful and mad, but it ain't about you. It's really about me. And how I'm feeling like I can't answer your questions or what you're upset about. I just think that allowing life to surface up in a way for her where truly mm-hmm. bruise whatever it is she's sifting through. Because I'm sifting through something. I'm like, dude, I'm sifting through something. You're sifting through something? So we will just like sift coasting <laughs> with each other parallel to this because I have no idea. You know, and that's the thing of growing, when I was growing up, it was like, your parents have all the answers. And my mom was always upset because I don't know that she ever knew that she does not have the answers and it was okay for her to say so.
1: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. that's a lot of pressure.
0: Yeah. damn, That feels real. I mean, I'm not a parent. I've only ever been a child, Um, you know, but to hear y'all navigate this one it terrifies me even more so i just have to say (laughs) okay that's that's great um but it's 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 a grand creation to give these tiny humans a path into their own lives like their true the lives they truly want to exist in you know that is a grand that is a grand task, um, and I appreciate and, and admire that I have friends who are trying to give their children, you know, and and also not to shame people who feel like they don't have that voice yet or they they're still learning, because we're all learning. Not saying that anyone has the answers to this shit, you know, but it's it's refreshing to hear more people, more parents, talk about. What else they can give their children outside of like grit and, you know, uh, hustle mentality and like hardworking ethics, you know, like beyond that, how can we grow people so that they can think and be and exist fully self-expressed as they want to be? Like, how can we give them that power, this ultimate, infinitely vast most yeah. loving power. How can we gift them with that? And so it's. I appreciate just hearing y'all speak about. That.
1: Yeah, but I'm Brianna, and, and and this is for parents and non-parents because right. if we're gonna build this new world, <laughs> this community, it's gonna take more you than just. Die. Die.
0: That's true. I feel that because I feel that it doesn't work, <laughs> You know, I feel like, yeah. you know, I had a conversation with a coworker the other day, um, and you know, she is technically like uh, my um, supervisor or one of the supervisors above me. And she was like, okay, so, you know, I have to tell you this thing, you know, you didn't show up for your shift. I didn't, I was still on vacation time and I was like, oh, I have to work today, sorry. (laughs) So, you know, I was being held accountable for it, but it was almost like, you know, there was this thing of like, it was very polite, right? And so um, she asked me, she's like, oh, is there anything that we can do to maybe support you so you know, that you feel just, yeah, more supported in general? And I was like, honestly, no. I feel like y'all did what y'all needed to do. The, this is my accountability. And I don't have any issues saying that I didn't show up for this. I don't have any issues taking whatever uh, steps we need to take to hold me accountable. You know, I don't, I have no issues with that. And to even think that y'all have to do something different for me to show up in my, what I'm committing to, like, I I think that's ridiculous, mm. you know, and for me, like, even though she holds a different title than I do, I still feel like how I show up in communing with other people. So you're right. I, or I feel what you're saying, Thea, when you say it takes more than just mommy and daddy, you know, it takes how we are in our jobs. It takes how we are in our our creative Mm -hmm. lives it takes all these components of who we show up as as in the world to say this is what i i stand for this is how i'm expressing this is what feels true and honest to me and i feel the most aligned with and i don't feel aligned with giving someone else a job based on what i failed to do i also Mm -hmm. am not going to berate myself for not doing it i'm done with that Mm -hmm. i'm done
2: Give a little bit to what you were saying earlier about, you know, just basically like giving into how does it look when we show up for our kids in this way, right? I feel sometimes it's enough to just give them a hug. It's enough to have them lay their heads on your lap and just sob it out Mm -hmm. rather than, needing to fix it all the time mm-hmm. or needing to move it all the time or needing to change it like you know earlier where i was just like holding up my tears and Bree's like well just let it out <laughs> oh that's a reminder too to for me as a parent to extend it to my child she's not she's not exempt to these things these tools and sometimes I can get into that systematic way like oh I have to be different with her I have to be someone else with my children I don't have to be anybody else with my children I can give her space to kick and scream and then also remind her like don't kick this way Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) but you know you can do that Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me let me and, yeah. catch you for a second if I have space, and if I don't, I'm gonna call Bree and be like, "Yo, you got a second <laughs> <laughs> See, Bree is about to take over. <laughs> you
0: know, but I have to say with Zoe, like, there was a, a moment, and I'm not going to to share our, you know, because right. like she entrusted right. me in full confidence, and yeah. I was so grateful for a moment like that, you know. But I was really grateful. Like, one, I was grateful that she chose me. And while I usually pride myself on being like, I don't need nobody to choose me. I was like, oh, my God. she chose me in this moment to be with. And I was so appreciative, you know, and you fell back. You just fell back. You disappeared for like, I like did. an hour. I did. You no, know, you didn't even come in the room or nothing because you always clean and you just love to clean. And so <laughs> you in the background, I was like. And I, I felt that as an intentional choice. I was like, oh, really? okay, this is this this is like that's this is what parenting can look like too is allowing your child yeah. to self-express in safety and honesty in places where they feel like they can do it. And trusting that, trusting that, trusting that people are not, well, not
2: everybody, but you know, that people, the community we build and we build it to, you know, just catch us when we don't have the space, when we're on empty. And to, and I'm a, I'm a, I have worked so hard in creating that. And Zoe sees that. You know, that I I come to you or I come to Naila. And at times me and Thea have conversations, you know, that roll out, you know, our after the astrology talk. And she's we were just talking about all these feelings. You know, she sees this. She is shown this by me just being in it. And that is very prominent for me is to be in something. I don't need to teach. I don't need to carry Mm -hmm. out the parenting of teaching. I don't need to point out a situation and rule out a to z what went wrong
1: you know so yeah you know. but that's that no completely because you know they don't they don't really remember what you say but they will remember how you mm-hmm. were right right mm-hmm. like, that, that, and i think that's and that's what they'll carry with them and i love that they that said like how to be rather than how to teach mm-hmm. and i think i think that's what i was saying like the same thing um It was just like the tools rather than like a system um, of things you need to learn and memorize because it's the the ability to be and to practice that that I think is what what I'm ultimately trying to do. Mm -hmm. Because, and then also like how important that is to see what you're saying too, to see that modeled from other people besides mommy and daddy. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really great because um, there's such a variety, right? Mm-hmm. There might be other ways that she can pick up from her uncles, from her from, you know, family friends and all this sort of thing that that add a richness, um, a possibility, um, that, that I can't that I alone can't offer. No. And so and like also that's that's the other thing that our society has gotten away from is like we built these single family homes. Right. Where we're, usually removed from our families Mm -hmm. our extended families and or even if it's not your extended family your chosen family right and i'm really interested in more ways that we can have more communal living because i really think in raising children you need um and and then just like being an adult you need a system right you can't this is a lie that we have to do everything um, because they needed to separate family homes and sell more widgets, and that's how you do it when you have four people who have to buy everything and buy washers and dryers. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And, and two cars. But like, what if, what if, um, what if living looked more communal? Yeah. And I'm not saying we all have to start a commune, although you know, <laughs> uh, <yep>. my <laughs> is like, let's do it <laughs> for real. You know. What? um because I know a lot of people I would like to live with like share space with learn their skills see how they do life and why um, not right why not? like that's the thing like why not and so I think I think that's that's what you're saying how you were recapping how Brianna was able to to model a way of being for your daughter that was that was what you needed in that moment and that was what she needed and and like, think of the ways that could just happen if we all lived, in, even in something that was slightly more communal. I think that's something that yeah, has, yes, thank ma'am. You. Mm-hmm. yeah, thank you. That's something that has happened when COVID. Like, I really liked reading about families that they just chose to like go live on a farm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I was I was really interested in. They were like um, partnering up of like say like two like women and they weren't forming like a romantic relationship. They were forming just like, I dig you. You're the best person I know. We're both single moms. Let's raise our children together. And they lived as a family unit. Like that's a family. Yeah. And like, I was like, yes, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. It does take community to build family, but you can, you can choose like whatever you want. Yeah. Um. And like, I was really inspired by all these sort of, there was a whole bunch of like, different articles about how people were sort of opting for that sort of living situation. Um, And, and of course it came at a time where people needed to be safe. Right. Um, But like how people were starting to be really creative with that. I was like, so inspired.
2: I, 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 communed all my life, you know, I'm the second born. I grew up in a family of what five of us, six of us at in the house, and you know and and moving to Nola and living and doing this communal living with Naila. and like you said, thea, uh, that's the very thing that Naila and I are doing. we're we're creating this community and living as a family um, and showing up for our kids and what that looks like, and that this is an option and having the courage to do that because, you know, breaking down the thoughts of that system of how things are supposed to be, especially here in America, um, for families, you got to single yourself out. Another mm-hmm. thing, you saying, you know, you got to do it on your own. You have to be everything, um, for your children and, or your spouse and yourself. And in fact, we, we, I'm breaking down, I break down harder in that because I, I can't do it alone. I can't, live life alone, you know? Um, Yeah. So that's just my take on what I was hearing.
1: That to me feels like integrity, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's, you found it. Like this is what feels true to me right Right. now. Um, And that's why it's, that's, that's the definition I'm interested in because like, it does get back to you again, creativity um, and authority um we know what it is we need we just have to unlearn the things that we think we need and and to get back to to, to the to the true essence of what it is to to exercise our authority in the world mm-hmm. um and like it took me a long time to be really um comfortable with the fact that i had quote authority um because i'm so used to deferring right mm-hmm. like and and then to be like, no, like, I know that's that can feel scary, um, especially if it feels like it's going counter against, you know, a mainstream narrative. Um, but yeah, like, I I think that's where I have like the most joys, like when I feel like I'm creating something um, that feels like ah yeah, this is this is what was here all along. Mm-hmm. I was telling uh, my brother because he was like, Oh, like you've been writing all these um I've been writing like all these short stories. And he was like, I'm really proud of you, which was very sweet when a younger brother says that to you. And then I was like, I was like, oh, thank you and And I said, You know, it just feels like it was here waiting for me, like this new authority, right? Like this new like you can write this and it might look like, cause I'll tell you like the stories that I'm interested in are like, you know, they're fiction, but maybe like a little bit like speculative fiction, um, sci-fi, um, so ghost stories, but like also like love story, like just stories that like, I'd be like, Oh my God, like what would people think if they read this many years ago? That's what I would say. And like now just being like, oh, I don't really care. I, I have the authority to make what art I want to make. And like how freeing that is. Um, and that's that's the integrity that I want to have back to myself is not that mm-hmm. I can't put out something that I think people will like, right? Like I have to do what feels true to me first. And then, then I find that that's so rewarding. Um, and like I said, it was here. It was actually just like here
0: in me, <laughs> as cheesy as that sounds. Nah, that's real, that's that's real, and that's powerful, you know, just even, like, mm. shifting, again, where the the genesis of creation comes from, or creativity comes from, from the outside, like, they're giving me the tools, they're giving me, you know, the, the plans, they're giving me the rules to the game, and saying, fuck that, no, I'm going to shatter that, and I'm going to create an entirely new world, through language, through, through, tactile uh, expression through just my body, whatever that looks like for me. Like that is pa- that is power, like real power because no one can, no one truly, truly can take it away. And it's always there. You know, like you said, yeah. you realize it had been there waiting for you, you know? And I'm just like, ooh, I'm getting energy from that shit. So we're looking at integrity, or you know, authenticity, uh, truth-telling in our uh, self-expression, and our mm. just aligning with our values in honest ways, as a practice almost. And when you look at your circle around you, like the people in your life, the people you go to for support, um, family, friends, whoever you see those people to be, do you feel like you have the space to safely explore what integrity looks oh, like in your relationships? Um, I think
1: now I do. Um, and when I don't, I can feel the tension and it feels like it the tension is almost like a mandate to, to, mm-hmm. to figure out why that tension is there. It's like, okay, well, like you need to say something <laughs> It's usually what it is, um, so that you can make space. And, and, and honestly, mm-hmm. like now I just kind of like, I just. I just take the space that I need and um, the, everything else falls in line a little bit more. Like I'm not like, um, you know, relationships in the past that were built on people pleasing or a sense of obligation above honesty, right? Like those those have kind of fallen away, like, um, and they didn't fall away overnight, but they sort of like withered Mm. and dried out (laughs) Um, because either I just didn't have enough energy to keep up the lie, how we're talking about lies, right? Um, And uh, so that, I just Mm. like, ooh, and also part of that's having children, right? It's like, if this relationship feels like it's taking a lot to sustain, I, I can't do it. But within my like own family system, it feels like I, I sort of just take the space that I need because I know that's how I am the best partner. That's how I'm the best mother, um, the best sister. And if I when I didn't do that, then I found like I was cranky and I had nothing to give. Um, so I also realized that people who love me want to see the real me, right? And so that's who they love anyway. So... feel like it's it's sort of a, a feedback loop it's like a circle where if i feel like there's tension and i can't really be myself then i need to express that and but then that frees up them as well so it's like a constant conversation
0: i've gotten more adept at really self-expressing, you know, there are memories that they're really small memories, Mm. but they play in my mind because I felt such intense shame, Mm -hmm. um, around getting something wrong and then someone calling it out and in like, you know, there would be like complete negation of it, or like I would be doing the two-step around it to avoid acknowledging a misstep because of what it said about me in my mind, you know, or in my stories you know, my not enoughness running through me all the time. And I I feel so grateful because mm. I, I feel most of the time really like self-expressed. doesn't mean I don't get it wrong. It doesn't mean that I don't have to account for when I hurt people, you know. Um, but I'm so grateful that I'm learning all these tools. And I'm unlearning to speak with that voice that you were speaking of earlier, Thea, that's, you know, the in, that's been ingrained in me and that tries to speak for me, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm dismantling it, you know, one breath at a time. Sometimes that's what it is. It's literally stopping and breathing and saying, I can shift, I can shift, I can shift, you know? And even like in my communication, you know, I learned a lot through this, through Jim Roy about... How I can be in my language with others and so oftentimes you know when we or I get kind of you know turned up inside we get real just like in our shit you know we we enter conversations like what is it you need from me or do you want the space to vent or do you want to shift into something else you know there there's these things that we can express and we can explore now that oh my God, they just open up all the room. They open the room for me to just be like, okay, this is what I was holding on to. This is what I wasn't saying about how I was truly feeling. And this is where I want to be, you know? And sometimes I can't shift and that's okay. She holds space or, you know, I take space. And it's so, it's so awesome to feel, I don't always feel safe in doing that, but, to feel more courageous these days it, it is an amazing feeling to just say no fuck it like I'm gonna go into this and this is this is my voice speaking for me this is me showing up for me this is how I best love myself and then you get all the vibrancy from that you know I like to tell people in my life you know like just say that say it the way that it is tell me it the way that it is Because if I can see or hear the story that you're living through, I can learn how to better support you, how to better love you, how to better hold space for you. I can do that. Yeah. But we got to be real. We got to be honest about shit, you know. And there's so much fear around that honesty. And I get it. We've talked a lot about that in this conversation. There's a lot of fear. But moment by moment, breath by breath, like tear by fucking tear, we are opening space you know, and people are creating the dopest shit with that space, you know, and so that's what I'm like, I get, I'm just, I'm really high off this right now, this loosening of integrity as responsibility as like, you know, authority from without and and like control, you know, it like stifles the breath and instead releasing, expanding and like really fucking like liberating through this, through authenticity, through full self-expression. I fucking love it. So I'm really grateful for all the avenues and the waves that we've rode throughout this conversation because it's just, I don't know, it's it's I just feel so much. I feel so so mm-hmm. much right now, you know. And it's not heavy, it's so it's energetic, is what it is. It's like kinetic, mm-hmm. it is fiery. You know, and I lo- I, I'm I really moved by it, to be honest. That's beautiful. Yeah.
1: I've been thinking about where we are in this time. And, like, we can look at what's going on around us and see how it's, like, so important for us to all just be who we are and um, recognize when a situation we're in, the situation itself or the people around us don't have integrity and how um, it's up to us. I think that's the responsibility to like point it out or to step away or to fight it. And, you know, the the transits in the rest of this year are pretty um, Mm -hmm. there. This is like something astrologers have been talking about since like over a year ago about how tough the astro weather is and it's because the, um, the Mars, the God of war is squaring, um, Saturn, the, the God of structure and responsibility. And I'll say he also rules integrity. Um, and so you have this sort of like frustrating dynamic where the two planets are saying one wants to move ahead and one is saying no. Um, so one is the, uh, the The warrior, and one's the immovable force. So, on a collective level, this is where you get like a lot of the um like uprisings and the, the the urge to tear stuff down. and and if you do do a lot of like social justice work or activist work, it's gonna be really important to like care for ourselves, um, take naps as <laughs> rest <laughs> during the Mars retrograde. And then, um, and then if we encounter situations which are just no longer tenable, like figuring out what we're gonna do, um, and so that's sort of just uh, the the vibe for the rest of the year. And um, it's just gonna be really important to like um, constantly just sort of check in and see where our own energy levels are at, because Mars rules our our own sort of internal fire and then seeing what it is we wanna change about the world. I actually don't have dread about it anymore. I think, cause I think we're already in it, right? There's like no new cards to be revealed. We kind of know mm-hmm. what the battle is now. Um, and it's going to be about just maintaining like health and energy levels just day by day you know I think at the end of it we'll come out with like sort of a renewed understanding of of what it takes to to how we were just saying like dismantle stuff that doesn't work for us
0: and I guess that's the part where I feel hope and in that hope you know it's not I haven't made up my mind about what that hope looks like it's just Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know it's like literally that thing about there's more space there than I thought they had you know and I I'm going to take takes take up some of that space uh and just see what happens you know coming back to myself to restore and heal and then getting back out and exploring the space I wanted to say so if we have to speak to the people in our lives like using this platform this space this time right now what would y'all want people in your life to know about how they can better support you living truthfully and most authentically.
1: I mean, I wanna see what integrity looks like in people I love. Like I want I want them to be doing them. So I'm thinking about my children, I'm thinking about my partner, my brother, like I that's because honestly that's mm. how I get inspired. It's through my community. Like so like the more that you can do you Mm. even if it hurts me a little bit like that's okay because it gives almost like it gives me permission to do me it's like I have an an example I can see how it's modeled um I'm inspired just looking at both you Brianna and you Vanessa like I'm inspired by you like and so that's that's what I want more of is like more examples with people I know intimately because Even the people you think you know intimately, they will show you new sides of themselves once they step into themselves more. And I love seeing that. I think for me, I...
2: You know, just requesting what it is I need in the moment as it shows up. You know? Yeah. Just to... Or like creating boundaries, you know, those things ring true to me right now.
0: Mhm. So you want the people in your life to create their own boundaries or... as well. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. I think for me, you know, this week, it's really been shifting in, you know, I want the people in my life to have more compassion for themselves. I really, really do. I want I want our stories to change the harm we inflict on ourselves in our stories. you know, I am very well versed in that kind of self trauma, but I know it's not a language that I was born into, you know, it's a language that I inherited and learned um, through no fault of my family. Because, again, these things are generational. I want space for all the people who love me. And I want them to have so much space for themselves. So much more softness for themselves. Because I do think that's what it's going to take. You know, we have great, we have fire, we have anger, we have pitchforks and knives and I I just want to live life with y'all with a little bit more softness a little bit more space and I think that's the best way to love me you know is is learning to love yourselves not saying that y'all don't I just want us to keep supporting each other as we do it You know, Hmm. So.
2: thank you for sharing that Bree. I feel that I I hear that echoing you know, people around me and how I feel and see the loss of compassion for themselves, or
0: mm-hmm.
2: just not knowing how that looks or when they do feel like they're giving themselves compassion, it's just removed or stomped with a negative thought, a word of themselves. Mm -hmm. They're not generating that for themselves. Mm -hmm. How could you do that for me? Yeah, yeah, real tough. And it pains me to watch it. Sometimes I have to remind myself that they're on their own journey and not I don't need to tell them how to do it, and that I because I'm on my own journey. Mm-hmm. However, I do feel that the yeah. because it's painful.
0: I'm appreciative of this time that we've spent, and I'm mm-hmm. so I'm so happy that this is how I get to go into my day. You know, I get to go mm-hmm. work like this. I'm so like uplifted by this. You know what I mean? I really am. And I can't thank y'all enough for the transference of such good, loving energy that I've received from y'all. I just can't. I can't thank you enough. I'm ugly crying right now. Super hard. hard. Ugly cry. It's all ugly yeah. cry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again, Thea Soap. When we post the episode, we're gonna put links to how you can reach out to Thea, read some of her work, book her for a tarot or astrological reading because they are life giving. Okay, you want to (laughs) shift? She got you on that shifting, real talk.
1: Real talk. (laughs) Thank you guys for having the space and um, just all the work that you're doing. Beautiful.
0: All right. Until next time. Be well, y'all. Be well.